Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the HP Fit Podcast. As you know, my name is Hunter, the host and creator of this podcast. And on this episode today, we are actually going to be diving into something a little bit different. So I'm going to call these some quote-unquote mini-episodes. And my goal with these mini-episodes is to kind of discuss and break down some nutrition concepts a little bit more. So with these mini-episodes, I plan on them being roughly 15 to 20 minutes. They could be shorter. They could be longer. That's a rough estimate. So we're just going to roll with it. Um, Today's first topic, or on the first mini episode, we are going to discuss how to find your maintenance calories. So before we dive any further into this topic, uh, if you're listening to this on your mobile phone and driving, do not pay attention to this part right now. You can do it later. But there is a link in the description to download your own copy of my free, yes, F-R-E-E, free maintenance finder Excel sheet. If you can't find it there, I will have it on my Instagram page um, in a link tree, or actually I will even have it on my website for you to find and download. So like I said, it is completely free. No email input is required to get access to the sheet. Um, I do just ask that you spread the love and return the favor of doing something good for someone else. So share it with friends, family, your local gym bros and chicks, and who knows, maybe even your cat. Um, But we're gonna be relying on this sheet a lot just because it's going to make this process a lot easier. Um, And that's my whole goal of with this, you know, the mini episodes and nutrition in general is I want this stuff to be so easy that you have no excuse why you can't be doing it, okay? So when you have time, pop open that little Excel sheet, it's free. All the directions are on there of how you will be using that. So like I said, I'm making this simple for you guys. There's no excuses. But going back to the maintenance calories. Uh, so this is going to be the first step in planning your gaining and cutting phases. So with the maintenance calories, uh, you should establish this baseline target that theoretically, when you're consuming, let's say 2000 calories, this should result in no change. So if you're consuming 2000 calories per day, technically that would be your maintenance. Okay. Now there are tons and tons of equation calculators and wizardry on the internet. So it can be kind of confusing, overwhelming because it's like, how do you know which one you should be using? Because a lot of these calculators and a lot of these different equations, they they take in a lot of different factors. So the results that you may get from one calculator to the other is going to be completely different. Now, when we're finding our maintenance calories, there are two different methods that are commonly used. These two different methods are, well, the second method that we'll go over is more commonly found on the internet in terms of calculators and equations and stuff like that. But method number one is like the gold standard. Like this is when you go into Costco and you're searching for the perfect avocados. This is them. Okay. This is method number one. This is like when you're 
uh, strolling through the cereal aisle and you score that last box of cinnamon toast crunch. This is finding the needle in the stay hack needle in the haystack guys. Okay. So I always advise people if you can to start with method number one for finding your maintenance calories. What is method number one entail? Okay. So method number one is where you're going to track your weight and your food intake for a period of roughly two weeks. Now you can do a week, but with both of these methods, the more data that we have and collect the better. Okay. And like I mentioned, method number one is going to be more accurate of the two and you'll find out number two in, in a little bit. So, you know, calm down, you're fine. Um, in order to start method number one, specifically, you are going to need three things. The first one being a body weight scale. Hopefully you have one already. The second one will be a food scale. Hopefully you have one of those already. And the last one using an app like my fitness pal, which I hope you have a smartphone. I would imagine you do at this point. Um, and this doesn't mean you have to use my fitness pal. So I personally prefer my fitness pal just because it's what I'm familiar with. It's what I've used from the very beginning. I've, I know the ins and outs of my fitness pal. So, you know, if you are more familiar with an app like lose it, or I know Fitbit also has a tracking portion for nutrition and food, then by all means use something that you can stick to. Okay. Just because someone else says something is better or, you know, more efficient for them may not be the same for you. So always pick something that works best for you. Like I mentioned, we're going to track your food and body weight for a period of two weeks and logging it into that Excel sheet that I've created. Again, guys, this Excel sheet is so simple. I did all the formulas and calculations for you. All you literally have to do is log your body weight and your total calories per day. You don't even have to log protein, fat, or carbs. You just have to take the number of total calories at the end of the day and plug it into this Excel sheet. It will take you probably by time you log onto the sheet, input the numbers, 30 seconds. Okay. Don't tell me you don't have 30 seconds because I know you do. Now I recommend weighing in at least four times per week, uh, with one of these days being the weekend. Again, this goes back to more data that we can collect the better. And the overall goal with this tracking is to gather that data. Okay. Now at the end of the 14 days or two weeks, like I said, we ideally should have 14 days of tracked food intake and weigh-ins. The sheet will automatically calculate the average. Now, based on your results, you will see if you're consuming enough calories for a surplus gaining weight or enough calories to be in a caloric deficit where you are losing body fat and weight loss. Okay. So all of this is calculated for you. So you will, all you have to do is plug in those numbers. Seriously, guys, I, I can't make this any simpler than it already is. So what you're going to do is you're going to take this information and you will see a weight difference on the Excel sheet. And what we're using for this formula of the weight difference to, in order to determine if you're even in a surplus or a deficit, we're using the estimated 3,500 calories that are 
supposed to be in one pound of body fat. Now, this number of 3,500 calories isn't exact. It's not perfect. Because um, technically, if you are in a caloric deficit of eating less than, you know, if you're eating less than or taking away 3,500 calories from your maintenance per week, um, so I'd be eating 500 calories less per day than your maintenance, theoretically, that would equal about a pound of fat loss per week. We know not all 3,500 calories is going to be pure fat loss. There's going to be other, you know, you're going to possibly lose a little bit of muscle, um, water on top of that. So I always tell people don't take that 3,500 calories like it's set in stone because it's not. Okay. And again, this is all going to make a lot of sense when you're when you're looking at that Excel sheet and you're starting to play with the numbers. Um, so go ahead and make a copy of it, you know, save it to your drive, plug in random weights and just calories and kind of see what happens when you start to manipulate that data. Okay. So method number one is definitely the most accurate in terms of determining if you are truly in a caloric deficit or caloric surplus, or if you're hovering right around your maintenance. Um, and again, once you start looking at the sheet, it will all make sense. Now, the second method, which is also on the sheet, is using that calculator with the activity multiplier. So when you're using something like this, there's gonna be a huge variation and a swing of guessing your caloric intake based on a formula, okay? so. When we're using this type of method to determine someone's maintenance, the activity and day-to-day -day activity that that individual is participating in can play a huge role. It can also make a, a like a huge variance in actual you know one's true maintenance calories. I like to use this example. Um, you know, some person A could be having a desk job, which will obviously result in a lot lower maintenance level of calories than someone who works con construction. Another detail is when we're using an activity multiplier, and I've, I've done this before myself, but people tend to pick the higher multiplier, you know, um, because they feel like they're doing more activity. Um, when in reality, they would probably be better off selecting a lower multiplier, activity multiplier, that is. And when they overshoot by selecting a higher one, they now are automatically or possibly setting themselves up in a caloric surplus without even knowing it. So again, the method number two of using the calculator with the activity multiplier is highly, highly variable in the way it determines one's caloric intake. I also like to do another method of, you know, you can use the calculator and then kind of adjust, but use the calculator just as a, a, a starting point. Like it don't, don't believe that it has to be set in stone in order to do that. Okay. So now what? So maybe you've tracked for the two weeks of your weights and everything, or maybe you just want to jump straight and straight in and use the calculator, whatever method you pick, like it's totally fine. Um, you might do the second method and, and do perfectly fine. You might hit your maintenance right on. 
you may hit it lower and you might start to lose weight after a couple of weeks. Um, and like I said, you may shoot high and you may see your weight start to trend up. So just take each one with a grain of salt and use it as a tool in order to determine your maintenance calories. So now what? Maybe you've done both. Uh, so after you have a good idea of where your maintenance calories is, use it to determine if you want to either ride out that maintenance for a while. You can use it if you want to enter a surplus or a caloric deficit, basically depending on your goals. And for most, you don't have to drop 500 calories right away if you're going into a caloric deficit. So starting out as small as 200 to 300 calories per day. So if you started out at 200, that would be a caloric deficit of 1400 per week. Okay. And if you did 300, that would result in a caloric deficit of 2100 calories per week. Okay. And you could even do the same exact in increments for increasing calories for a caloric surplus. Starting out smaller is always, always the way to go. So like I said, I always recommend starting slower than faster when entering either the surplus or deficit. That is all I have for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed this mini episode. Again, find that link for that Google Excel sheet. I will post it on it or in the description. So hopefully you can find it there. And I will also be posting this on my website for you to find. If you have any difficulty finding it, reach out to me on Instagram at hunter underscore poly. And I will gladly send you a link to use. Okay. I hope you found this information useful in determining your caloric maintenance. Like I said, I ask that you just spread, share this podcast around and use the included sheet. Like that's what I made it for guys. It's simple. It's simple as I just, I can't make it only any simpler guys. I'm, I'm serious. So once again, any questions, reach out to me. Thank you for listening to the HP fit podcast until next time. Stay swole.